Hello and welcome to Great Minds Don't Think Alike. You're on Sin Nation and today you're with me, Christian. Issa. And Eamon. And this week we'll be talking about social boundaries and relationships and the interaction between the two. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Please, please do. www.facebook.com slash greatmindsonsin. And you can follow us on Twitter at GMDTASIN. And today we're discussing the topic of boundaries. So. Yes. So what boundaries are, how you, clo- how you open boundaries with someone else, or how you broaden them in terms of where your relationship is at with another person, and just how, how you establish them, how you, how you realise where, where your boundaries are with a person, how you respect them. So would you, would you just say that's something you find pretty easy, like boundaries in terms of like um, you know, it could be everything from personal space to knowing when to talk, when you're talking too long to someone to, you know, all sorts of things. Like, do you guys find that easy to respect? Some aspects of it, it's easy. Some aspects of it are a bit harder. And you, yeah. Some, sometimes, sometimes it's a bit hard to just, you know, figure out where you got to stop. How, how, so, like, in what sort of situations would you find that hard? Like, you know, I'm often not quite sure whether I'm talking too long or talk, or just, I don't, I don't, don't always know where that I am, you know, interesting whoever I'm talking to or something like that. Right, I see. So do, do you find there's certain people that you're more comfortable with talking for longer with? Sorry, clumsy sentence, but does it does it vary from first person to person? I don't know. I haven't really noticed that, but it well might do. Okay. Um, how about you, Eamon? Is this something you find easy? Uh, yeah, well, look, it's something I have spent a lot of time dealing with. I think um, there, are, there are times when people are very dishonest about their boundaries. It does become problematic. Generally, I, th- I think, in, especially in high school, I did struggle with a lot. But um, generally now I, I expect people to, you know, people to be up front, you know, respect each other's boundaries. And if not, I'm of the view I go away I don't really care if you're going to you know be deceptive about that stuff. Right. So what's a, what's an example of a type of boundary that you think is very very important to respect? Ooh. Look, I think one one big one is around um so you know with friendships and dating people's exes. I've had quite a few friends over the years who say Oh, we're over. We're done. I'm, you know, you know, you can go for it, and then they do get very aggressive and angry when you do end up having I certain okay. things with their par- <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> with their ex partners. Yeah, ooh, dating exes. You you know all about that, wouldn't you, Issa? <laughs> no, <laughs> lots of well, well, look, dating is <laughs> yeah. well, not, not even dating. It's mm. not that. It's like actual, mm. just having coffee with them. Like oh, for I example, yeah, I had yeah. a friend where she broke up with her boyfriend. Um, I was very confused by their relationship to begin with. They'd only gone out for like a couple of weeks, but anyway, he uh, whilst they were together, I got to know him a little bit. And then we went off and saw a movie because he said, hey, I've got these stickers, this movie, this. So we went to that and I was posting it on Facebook and she got really angry with me. And I'm like, I'd actually asked her, can I speak to him? And she said, yeah, that's fine. Mm. 
But then, and then I'm like, well, why did you bloody well tell me that? I would have rejected the invitation if you'd have been up front. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think a, a really confusing time for me um, recently was at a at a christening when, um, like, you know, da- da- Greek dancing was happening, but the dancing the dance floor was tiny, so it was sort of it wasn't really one of those where everyone could sort of get up and dance. It was like uh, you had to sort of feel your way through it. So anyway, my grandma really, really wanted me to dance, mm. <laughs> and and she and she pointed out, you know, a, a young distant relative who, to, you know, to be honest I've, I've sort of heard about but I didn't really know and she's like, oh, dance with her, dance with her, go go, go, and I was like <laughs> I, I, didn't, I couldn't really, I didn't know how to read the situation like what, if I say no, is that going to be rude or is like, to dance or, or not to dance, yeah. like do you yeah, what, what about um, you, Issa, do you, do you find anything like that difficult, like, do you like to dance, by the way? Yeah, yeah, it's quite fun. And before we were talking about making friends with people who Either have different political views, or, or in, in my case, it was different religious views. Like I'm, I'm not a Christian, but I did a like the full um, Alpha Youth course with like many people who were already friends, and I made other friends who were Christians. And it, you know, it didn't convert me or anything, but it was just really good to get that mm. sort of dialogue happening. So, what What is the Alpha course? Oh, it's it's um, so it's like a. So you meet every week and you like watch a, a video that has lots of you know like the, the people will talk and um, uh, yeah so like you know two two young guys will talk about spirituality and religion in sort of like a very modern way like how it applies to to you today and then like there's times for you to you know ask questions and you'll have like they'll interview people from all other different phases like and other other different countries about religion then you'll get to have your piece so it's like a combination of yeah it was it was a lot of socializing um sort of elements like getting yeah. to know you but also talking about religion so like what what um you said do you find like do you have um many friends who are uh, sort of disagree with you on some things or like are different to you well uh yeah last week i was on school camp and i just yeah. I, I i haven't really been very good at like hanging out and making friends with girls so i decided as a project on school camp to try and get to know some of the girls and that was a really and you know um so i found that was like a really good thing and did the project was it was it a success did yeah you... it was i got to know some of the girls quite well good oh okay yeah all right, so that's that's so you found it easier to make friends with boys than with with girls, would you say up, up, up yeah. to that point? Okay, do you, would you be able like do you know what why that might be or any no. particular reason? No, oh, but you can do it now. You can um, make friends with people who are of the same gender. Well, yeah, <laughs> cool. It's a good skill. That's that's interesting because um, I think if anything, maybe I, I found it a little bit easier to make friends with girls. I don't know why, but maybe maybe it's because at school like. I was never into sport, so all the boys. It got to a point where all the boys were just playing sport, and the girls were sitting around talking, and that was more my thing. Yeah. So it could be as simple as that. Yes, um, it is. It is an interesting thing because yeah, there's so often there's such strong bonding in um, done in sports. As, as a kid, see, I suffer from primary school difficulties, so I've never been. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that visible it's and because I'm quite large every, and tall everyone expects me to be good at sport especially basketball it's just oh, that's I, I, I'm really good at throwing the ball but I cannot control where it goes so <laughs> it's dangerous uh. I'm a very loose cannon so that's <laughs> not the way sports operate so I, <laughs> I've never 
Sure. But but you're right. I mean, it does, like, in, in terms of obviously forming bonds, like, well, yeah. well, any hobby really enables it a bit to develop good friendships. But, like, you know, okay, I, I, I get it. Like, it's a team building sort of thing. Like, you're working together as a team and you're having to communicate with people. Mm. Like, do, do you like sport, Issa? Uh, no, I don't really like sport, but I've decided, but you know, recently as well, I've you know, I've been kind of doing a self-reform thing recently. I've decided I want to play more sport. For just for health reasons, or to make friends, or what's the reason for that? Well, be, well, yeah, it's kind of to make friends because you know everyone, like, a lot too many people play sport, so there's like you know <laughs> too yeah. many people play sport, not just a lot of people, but too many people. I I I, I agree with you actually. Like it's a bit annoying mm. when you're just sort of expected to be into that stuff, because like you're you're into like uh, drama and theater and all of that sort of stuff, aren't you? Like performing, yeah, so that's for you. Do you, do you. And do you have many friends who are also into that that you've been able to find? Huh? Well, not really. But what about like you know you do? Um, I go to a high school, you know. I've got a pretty good high school, but you know, but there's a limit to how you know different people actually are. Right, but you do like Campbell Showtime, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So like, is is that a good platform for you to make friends? S- sort of, but you know, it's kind of like far away from where I live, so it's not like <laughs> too convenient. I don't have very many friends out of school. Oh, okay, so it's because it's difficult to catch up outside of rehearsals. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a pain. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, any, any final comments, Chad, on the, on, on the friendships thing? Maybe, maybe like, m- my two cents is really I, I don't want a friend who is nothing like me, but I also don't want a friend who's exactly like me because that would just be dull. And, you know, you'd yeah, agree on right. everything. So it's, 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 it's a good balance of that, like being able to disagree on a few things and learn from them. But also yeah. if you have nothing in common, it's... Like you can't talk. It's like I've had a few like that where it's you know you're nice, but our whole friendship is based on the fact that we both watch the Chasers War on everything, and then when that show stopped, we ran out of conversation. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I th- I think it's you have to understand like it's fine to have more than one friend. You have like a mm. lot of friends. You have some friends that you discuss about art with, as other you discuss mm. other things with, and there's those you know you discuss much more serious issues with. So, yeah, that's what I think um, what friendship is. I, I like to regard, like, every, you know, a stranger's just a friend you haven't met. So I think, you know, there's a lot a lot that can be achieved by friendship and opening it up and sure. the branch, so to speak. And now we want to move on to family relationships. And I think the boundaries there can be particularly interesting, particularly in terms of, like, affection. Like, you know, do, do any of you have without naming names, um, family members who offer you too much affection affection than you're willing to receive, like... I'm assuming that's going to happen. Is it, is, it, is it good for all of you? Like, is, are you all the level where, okay, okay, okay you know, yeah. we're both happy with how much kissing is happening and how much I, hugging I is happening? I think we are. I think good. Um, yeah. there's a few boundaries. Like, mm. in my family, actually, the big one is I've got one relative who will eat food off other people's plates... Like it's really awkward. <laughs> like you'll like order the chicken parma, they'll be eating that you know, they'll have the hamburger or something or they'll or, or often they're dieting and they'll get the salad mm. and then they start they'll say, Oh, that looks really good, let me have some and I'm now I'm a bit more aggressive and I'll say if your hand goes near my plate I will cut it off. <laughs> oh, wow. sort of, I was like, "Don't you dare!" Because <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's that sort of boundary. It's um, 
this, but ge- generally my family is pretty good and we're very supportive of each other. That's good. And what about yours? Um. Oh yeah, Fa- families. Well, yeah. Well, ge- generally just fine. Very, very harmonious. Very, very happy with all of them. I think. Like um, in terms of boundaries, we sort of, yeah, we, we sort of do know. Like we've gotten to a good state of equilibrium now. But uh, bef- like it was, it was mostly when I was younger that it was a little bit tricky because I was very much you know I thought like I had a right to. I think I was like what eight. I had a right to have a shower without my <laughs> without my mum like even coming in just if you needed something for the bathroom or you know had even though it was a shared family bathroom I had the right to use it or like you know um, I, had a, I had a right for no one to even be in the room while I was changing or whatever like you know yes. even though I was a little child and these were just my parents and my siblings like I was very yeah with them like that and it was it was a little bit more so with my with my grandparents because like just think through my book. Uh, one one time when we were when we were going out to to the beach and it, and it looked um because like my my top was I, I was wearing a uh, speedos and uh, rashivers so because the rashivers was very long it was covering the speedos so it looked like I wasn't wearing any underwear at all <laughs> and and my my grandpa was wondering about that so we just lifted up the rash vest to like oh okay speedos are there <laughs> like, and, like I was all grandpa my God, that is so rude. You know, just pull up people's rash of vests to say, oh, oh, okay, I mean, what would you have done if I wasn't wearing any underwear? <laughs> so, yeah, but, like, as, like I think, like, as, as an Aspie, it was particularly strong, like, God, I have rights, I have rights, even though I was six and they were my grandparents. Well, I, I have um, a lot of things. I, um, I'm very sensitive to being to touch. Especially, I'm quite ticklish, oh, yeah, and they try to tickle me. And the thing oh, is, yeah, yeah. I just have it's not so much uncomfortable. Mm. It's more I have this weird spasm, and they end up like I can't control my arms. And oh no, yeah. And then they go, "Ouch!" And I'm like, "Well, you tickled me. You attacked me." Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or, or um, the other one is a kid was also, especially as a teenager, was my parents would not grasp the concept of knocking. <laughs> like, what yeah. I actually had to do because my mother was such a snoop was I had to remove the doorknob off my door. Uh, yeah, so that, that boundary is always like a, like a hazy one, I suppose. Because, you know, parents, like, if you don't... I don't know about you, but I didn't. I certainly didn't clean my own room, so like I, you know, I, I'd still get upset if she'd come in, even though I wasn't there. But you know, the fact is, if she if she didn't come in, the room would never be tidy. Like it would never be clean. So like, yeah, that's that's a hazy one. Do you do you clean your room, Isil? Uh, Are you good uh, with that? I don't really like to clean my room. I just my parents, my parents, my mom thinks it thinks it's like you know, uh, if I don't thinks if I don't clean my room. Uh, I'll never find stuff, and my dad thinks that it's just really, it's like just a, a good practice to have a clean room. So oh, okay. my parents kind of insist that I clean my room, and I kind of resist that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I see. And oh, and, and are you ticklish? I, I are you like um, are you like I mean, are, are you ticklish? Or do you do you mind being tickled? A bit. I try mm. and avoid being tickled. <laughs> but I think I, I have had something like with um with with Aspies and touch. Like because at the Victoria Northern Conference, like someone was saying, oh, you know, whenever my um, well, um, like whenever my my grandma, whenever my mom tries to like cuddle my daughter or like pat her or whatever, like she'll, she'll go ballistic. And it's like I don't know what to do. The grandma doesn't understand. And 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 the um and the the advice given was, well, light touch is very very disturbing. I don't know if you can relate relate, relate to this, but light touch, like tickling, mm. is 
very, very disturbing. Whereas, you know, big, strong touches are actually much, much more calming. So that, you know, the advice given was don't do a little light hug. Like if you want to, if your grandma wants to do a hug, do give a big, proper bear hug, like a big, strong hug, because that's that's a little bit more yeah, reassuring. Yeah, much better to be found. Hmm, indeed. Now we're supposed to be talking about romantic relationships. Now, now, yes. now I, have never, I have never been in a romantic relationship, so I'm not really the authority on on this subject, but, you know. <laughs> and, uh, well, neither am I. And it, and it certainly, you know, didn't help that... It, it, it's well, all right, a, few, a few months ago, I realised I was gay, and it, like, put the whole... Like it does for everyone when they find out at that time of their lives. It puts the whole sort of high school null uh, dating experience into perspective. It's like, oh, wow, I was waiting that whole time to have feelings for a girl. <laughs> and that whole time I was feeling, having feelings for all these guys, but I just sort of ignored it because I thought, oh, God, that's a guy. That's not how it happens. It's just, it's just a phase. It's just, it means nothing. It'll pass. Oh, just, God, just wait until you have feelings for a girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a phase. <laughs> I yeah. Think, yes. Plus, you know, you're an Aspie. Like, you can't be Aspie and gay. That's just, you know, you have to pick one. Well, it's <laughs> it's difficult for me as well. Being bisexual, it was very complicated because it's sort of... I, I maintained the view that, you know, sexual orientation was just this silly concept created in the 19th century by a you know, ridiculous psychiatrist. So it's um it became quite awkward with me with relating to other people and even within the queer community because often they're very militant about their sexual orientations and I didn't, you know, had a lot of issues around around, you know, talking to them about, you know, issues of sexual fluidity mm, which sure. um, I think the other thing as well especially with relationships is um, in high school I saw a lot of People, as you would say, jump the fence a few times. Like, you know, you'd see straight men who would, after a few drinks, make out with their best friends. And I think at the, as, a ch- as a teenager, I lack the tact to not point it out to them that this, you know, counteracts their notions of, you know, sexu- sexuality is a fixed construct. Right. And you're, um, yeah. So is, is, is you're, you're in year seven, right, this year? You're eight. Oh, you're eight. Oh, sorry. Pardon me. So um, are you, I suppose this is like a phase for every, you know, uh, um, yeah, all, all, all teenagers. Are, are they at the, like, the gay phase where, like, every fourth, fifth word that comes out of their mouth is gay? Well, it really <laughs> depends which circle you're in. Cool. Uh, some t- you know so- some people are respectful and some people I am co- I am constantly pointing out that their choice of language is highly inappropriate. Oh real oh really okay well that's that's very mature of you. Thank you very much for yes, doing that. Yes, it is interesting how powerful language can be. I think um, things have probably yeah I think things have changed in the last few years since we were in <laughs> high school. <laughs> or at least I was. Oh, oh, yeah, and oh, well, yeah, well, even even for me, like I know I only graduated at the end of last year, but I think, uh, yeah, even I'd still hardly, you know, I don't recognise the year eights of today, case in point yeah. here, as, as being um, that much like how, how I was when I was um, when I was in year eight. But like, I, so are you? I don't know what's? Do you have a 
girlfriend or anything, Issa? Didn't <laughs> I just say that I have, I have never been in a romantic relationship? True, true, true. So I, I don't know, really I know. have much I know, to I know. Say. Sorry, you, you didn't we say We weren't listening. No, I'm kidding, no. I'm kidding. We were, we were. <laughs> no. But I mean, like, are you, like, are you, are you, so you talked about different circles. Like, uh, are, are there certain circles that are sort of getting into that, like, at this stage? Like, are they sort of playfully talking about girls and, like, oh, girlfriend and, like, ah, oh, we're holding hands. This is love. I am. Um, <laughs> I think that may be going on in some circles, but I really just don't feel comfortable talking about that thing, so I kind yeah. of try and avoid it. With, yeah. with them, or or, yeah. or you don't want to you don't want to talk about it with with us now? What? No, no, no. I just kind of try and avoid talking about that type of thing with people because I'm, you know, I clearly just have nothing to say, and I'm not really, in you know, I've just yeah, I can't really contribute to that type of circle. So you know, it's it kind of comes ties back to you know what type of friends you make and similar interests and you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if they have those sorts of interests, then yeah, I know that that used to really bug me too. And, and especially like a lot of the friends I had in uh, when I was in year seven, a lot of the friends I had in primary school that then were at high school with me, um, they sort of they had friendships sort of just disintegrated basically because of that reason. Because they suddenly all went you know girl or boy crazy, like romantic <laughs> relationships crazy. Yeah. And I just couldn't. It's a shame. I just couldn't relate to them anymore. But like you. I, just, su- I suppose yeah. that's you know one of the big bigger problems with having Asperger's because that you know when you when you when you like you know peop- it's much harder to get into that stuff and if all your friends are into that it's you know a real pain. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, one another thing that came to mind in terms of the, the family was I, I I don't know if I've mentioned on the show before, but I I also have Tourette's. But very very mild mm-hmm. forms, so like I'm neurodivergent in another way. It's 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 just a simple matter. It's 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 my my tick is blinking basically. Like I hate it when everyone thinks that it's always swearing. It's not. I hardly ever swear. Mm-hmm. It's 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 mild blinking. It's it's not, and it's not really that noticeable anymore. But it was very very strong when I was younger, and uh, my something that was very difficult for my grandparents to understand. So they imitated my blinking when I was little. Um, I'm not, and I don't want to pat them out to be, you know, insensitive or anything like that. They were very, very nurturing, very, very loving grandparents, and re- could relate to me so well on in, in many, many other ways. And I, you know, my grandfather was the one person I was um, really ha- happy to play sport with. But it was just, yeah, like that, that sort of, it was just a little bit of a, you know, black mark on on the relationship with the fact that they were copying my my blinking. Like, do, do you, but you know, do, do you guys with with your grandparents have you? generally found the same thing like had good relationships with them um look i got on very well with my grandfather he i i, I yeah got on got on very well with him he um he, he passed away some years ago oh sorry to hear that um my my nan i'm very close with i talk to her a lot we always um catch up she's yeah it's, it's great i i love her we have been you know, a very big conversations with her about you know about a whole range of topics um my, my grandmother I do you know do see we go down there you know once a fortnight or something see her she's actually recently been in hospital she had a hip, hip issue so mm. yeah she she's getting better you know but yeah we we get on quite well I get on quite well with my grandparents I think I think my relationship well uh I'm, one side of my fa- my dad's side of my family is all over in another country. Uh, my, uh, my grandfather on my mum's side, uh, I'm, I don't think I don't think I'd be. Sub- I, 
I don't think I'm supposed to talk about that on the radio. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, but, uh, my grandmother on my mum's side, who it, I'm, I reckon I get on fine, fine with her. Uh, I, I've got more to say about that, but again, probably shouldn't say any of that on the radio. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting with with grandparents because they're like they m- most of them don't really come from the 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 generation that has sort of seen autism as like, you know even a real thing, and even if they've heard of it, it's sort of like a because you know before Rain Man <laughs> it wasn't really very well known, and before that it was uh, what was the Rain Man? Oh, the the movie Rain Man. For oh, just nothing. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. But you know, basically, they brought autism into popular culture. So they, um, so I think a lot, yeah, a lot of our grandparents. I've never heard of it. (laughs) Okay. Well, a lot of our grandparents come from that. That, um, you know, they haven't really heard of it. So if 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 they're coming to an understanding about autism, it's it would have been, you know, fairly late in life for them. And you know, with my grandparents, it was sort of like a cultural language thing that was just a very very hard thing to explain to them directly. But that said. They do know me. They might not not know autism in general, but they you know they do know me. They know my specific oddities or you know, mannerisms or whatever. I mean, there, there might be a few things I don't share with them, but they that I think that's you know that that's basically how they learn about. It. They learn about it through having a you know having a grandson or well. Do do you do your grandparents? Um, I'm asking both of you. Do do, do you think they they understand autism very much? I really don't know. Can't say, but but they know you. Yeah, <laughs> they they know you well. Okay, but it's it's never it's never talked about. Oh, you know, you, you never just address it explicitly directly. It's just sort of well, there's you know, there's there's not really a point in doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, you know, with me, I, I do like volunteering with the I can work and all that stuff. So it's like it's you know, it's it's it becomes a part of my day. The things that I do. Whereas I, I know with you, like you know, how how are you today? It's so, oh, really good. My autism is fantastic. Yes, thanks for the update. It's like you know, how, how do you how, how is it relevant? Like how are you on this fine autistic day? Are you eating some autistic toast with Som- some autistic? So- actually, sometimes it is <laughs> is relevant. Like when you're, when you're you know when I when I come home from school. I mean, and talk to my mum about how my day went and mm. stuff. Then you know that that then it's kind of more a bit relevant. But okay. usually it's not like you know you, that that's with my mum particular mum only usually. So it's not like yeah you don't, I don't mm. really discuss that type of thing with anyone else. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, and I know her great grandma was with it. So that yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, did you? Oh, did you have anything to add, Eamon? Um, well, no. Mm. On the topic of grandparents, yeah, as I said, I get on quite well was mine but it's yeah autism is not really a topic we generally discuss that much mm, I see. Um, we're running very close to the edge right now yes yeah. so I think yeah, we should um, yeah sadly that is all we have time for yeah uh, this week on Great Minds Don't Think Alike remember, but uh, yeah can you remember to like us on Facebook www.facebook.com slash great minds on sin uh you can yep. also follow us on Twitter, which is uh, at GMDTASYN. Yep, and we also do podcast all our shows, plus they, there's a bunch of special features there, like full interviews or, you know, various other things. Simply go through our SYN webpage, www.syn.org.au slash show slash great minds don't sink a 